Hello there, Americans. Do you like getting your murk on? Do you like hearing about news of the day, news of the world, news of the country? Do you like bitching about Nancy Pelosi or listening about Trump? From all that in between, find it all on Kevin's podcast show. It's intricate, informative, and damn it, it's funny. Go Merka. Hello, folks, and welcome to Kevin's Podcast Show. I am your host, Kevin Marshall. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you to the dozens and dozens of the KPS faithful out there. I surely do appreciate you. Today, probably going to be a short episode, but we're going to talk about Mexico, border security, Ben Shapiro, Donald Trump, tariffs, like that. So stay tuned. And away we go. Okay, we're going to talk about some tweets from the President of the United States and some responses from Ben Shapiro. And I'll give you a little tease. This is from the real Donald Trump. I am Tariff Man. When people or countries come in to raid the great wealth of our nation, I want them to pay for the privilege of doing so. It will always be the best way to max out our economic power. We are right now taking in billions in tariffs. Make America rich again! Association is proud to present heavyweight action. Let's get ready to rumble. Okay, folks. Our tweeter in chief, Donald Trump, has tweeted out. This is um, on December the 4th, 2018, when he first started talking about tariffs and calling himself Tariff Man. And so today in news versus news it's going to be conservative versus conservative republican versus republican donald trump versus ben shapiro so donald trump called himself tariff man and ben shapiro responded tariff man would be the world's least successful superhero with a long record of carnage and stupidity behind him now this is ben shapiro and i respect ben shapiro i like his podcast i like his show i watch some of his videos on youtube I'm not against the man, but let's read on just a little bit. So Ben Shapiro says, The big problem with his tariff policy, this is via Twitter. All these will be via Twitter unless otherwise uh, denoted here. So Ben Shapiro says, and this is in response to Donald Trump, by the way, calling himself Tariff Man. The big problem with his tariff policy is that we're hearing two different messages. The free trade message from Kudlow and company trying to twist Trump's pro-tariff policies into a sort of leverage for free trade policy and Trump's own message, which is trade war friendly. Now, the strongest economic position is no tariffs in any case, but if you're going to use tariffs to ratchet down tariffs in other countries, you can't send mixed messages about how awesome tariffs are. 
Can't you? Really? Ben Shapiro continues via Twitter. If Trump wants to prove he's pushing tariffs in order to achieve free trade, he should simply say America is happy to abolish all tariffs with any human rights respecting country that does the same with no preconditions in any non-defense industry. Now, let me explain that for just a second. What he's really saying is what he's talking about there is using tariffs not to bolster our economy. That's what Ben Shapiro is talking about. Not to bolster our economy, but... He says if you're going to use tariffs, you don't want to use tariffs, but if you're going to use tariffs, let's do it to take some of this human rights stuff out of here. Okay, now that kind of plays into what Trump was talking about because Trump's uh, deal is, is that he proposed tariffs against Mexico. You remember when he said he was going to make Mexico pay for the border wall and I said he was going to do it by marking off Mexico's debt and that sort of thing, and it wasn't really going to be an actual money thing coming in, I could have been wrong about that, because here's what happened. He said, hey, Mexico, if you don't start doing some things along your own southern border, which is only less than 200 miles long, by the way, ours is like 2,000 or whatever it is, if you don't do something about all these people coming up from Guatemala and El Salvador and all these other places, Honduras and that sort of thing, the Hondalerians coming up in caravans by the droves, by the thousands coming into this country. If you don't do something about it, we're going to propose, we're going to put tariffs on you. We're going to put tariffs on your trade. And that's going to hurt you than more than it's going to hurt us because I'm just going to tell you right now, I, I'm sure a lot of people out there like guacamole and you get a lot of Mexico avocados to make that guacamole and that's all well and fine except, you know, we'll pay the extra quarter that it cost for the guac but mexico is going to lose money so that's how that works and what did mexico do they bowed to the tariffs this is from reuters of all people who's pretty liberal uh reuters said mexico mexican soldiers armed police and migration officials blocked hundreds of migrants after they crossed the border from guatemala in a caravan into southern mexico on wednesday and detained dozens of them. A witness from a migration aid group and an official said the Mexican response in the border town of Matapa, which included dozens of soldiers, soldiers marked a toughening of the government's efforts to curb the flow of mainly Central American migrants, said Salva Cruz, a coordinator with Fray Matias de Cordova, whatever the hell that is. Anyway... Robbie Whelan tweeted, U.S.-Mexico close to a deal to avoid tariffs. Mexico has proposed sending 6,000 troops to its southern border with Guatemala. In what sounds like a modified version of the safe third country agreement, unclear how close it is or if it will satisfy Trump. Now, let's talk about that for just a minute. So we got Ben Shapiro who says tariff man is not going to work. Tariffs are not going to work. Let's not do tariffs. Tariffs are not good for the economy. You can't say tariffs are bad coming from China and other countries whenever, and then propose tariffs and retribution for them because then I understand his logic behind that because it's like, you know, tit for tat or tat for tit or tits up or whatever it is. But basically 
He's saying that if you put a tariff on and they put a tariff on, we'll put another tariff on, we'll put another tariff on top of that, and it'll be tariffs on top of tariffs, and it'll be tariffs infinity, and eventually shit will go all to hell. Then he proposed, now remember this is back in 2018, probably December around in there, whatever I said it was, it was last year, six months ago anyway, he said, why don't we use it for human rights violations? Well, he didn't exactly use it for human rights violations unless you want to consider that all these thousands of people that are coming up from Guatemala and Honduras and all these other places through Mexico to get to the United States and Mexico was giving them free passage indeed. They were providing places for them to sleep, food for them to eat, health care and so forth and security and so forth and so on all the way from the southern border to the northern border which is the United States and saying y'all can just pass right on through the president got tired of that shit I got tired of that shit because I'm just gonna tell you right now that pisses me off it pisses me off whenever a Hondalarian group of five or six thousand some say eight to twelve thousand people were trying to get into our country illegally because you take all these poor people who are coming over here from places like india and pakistan and places like that or even china some of the asian countries where they're trying to come over here and they 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 do it legally they come over here they file their paperwork they get their visas they start working (coughs) they start working and earning a paycheck and paying taxes and they establish themselves as citizens of this country and then they become citizens of this country the mexicans just want to come up here work under the table uh, make themselves a bunch of cash and if shit gets too real for them then they'll hightail it back across the border and in the meantime they'll send all that money back to their home country and it leaves the united states and we don't even get the benefit of the commerce that should be coming from all this uh, under-the-table paying. I heard somebody maybe mention the other day that, that they should tax all money that leaves the country. I don't, I don't agree with that, but the idea behind that was is that, you know, when a Mexican guy comes up here and he works under the table and he makes himself a thousand bucks and then he goes down to the Western Union and he puts $200 on the Western Union and Western Union's it down to Mexico somewhere and they pick it up down there, they're saying we should charge a tax whenever it leaves the country like that. Maybe. I don't know. Not an economist, but it seems like that's not really going to help because I don't think that they're uh educated enough to understand that the, how what that's going to do i mean unless you put a 50 percent tax on it where they can clearly see it but if you put a five or ten percent tax on that they're not going to see that they're, they're going to look at it like it's just it's a fee it's just what they have to do so i don't think that's going to work not it and anyway i'm getting off subject the point is that the president actually i think took ben shapiro's advice and he said well it's not necessarily humanitarian problem that we have here but we have a definite economic problem here because these guys are coming in from central and south america and mexico all these hispanic guys are coming up and they're bringing with them not only are they bringing with them murderers and rapists and that's not racist y'all can kiss my ass it's not racist it is not racist whenever that shit really freaking happens 
okay? Because I don't care if they come here. If they came here like Indians and Pakistanis and Chinese people and they did it the right way and they started to work and they were paying taxes, I wouldn't care. You wouldn't hear a word from me, but they don't do that. Again, getting off subject a little bit. Getting let me, Bright lights and squirrels are getting me off track here. Let me try to bring this together. What I'm trying to say is that the president has seen that one way to get Mexico to do something about all these people that are coming up from Central America and crossing their country. Now, this won't take care of the Mexicans crossing the border, but it will certainly take care of the Hondalerians and their caravans. And he said, look, guys, we're going to put tariffs on you, and it's going to cost you a lot more than it's going to cost us. So you need to go down to the southern border and take care of business, which is exactly what happened. That's good. That's a good thing. And then the president tweeted out, this was uh, just a couple of days ago, June the 7th. I am pleased to inform you that the United States of America has reached a signed agreement with Mexico. The tariffs scheduled to be implemented by the U.S. on Monday against Mexico are hereby indefinitely suspended. Mexico, in turn, has agreed to take strong measures to stem the tide of migration through Mexico to our southern border. This is being done to greatly reduce or eliminate illegal immigration coming from Mexico and into the United States. Details of the agreement will be released shortly by the State Department. Thank you. So, it worked. People can say what they want to, but whenever you get in people's pocketbooks, you're going you're gonna to hurt some people. For a time... I was a boss at a company, and my boss told me that the only way that you can get people's attention is to get into their pocketbook. And what he meant by that was that if you can talk to your blue in the face, but unless you get into somebody's pocketbook, that is to say suspend them without pay or something like that, if you want to do some discipline uh, to an employee, writing them up doesn't do anything. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't fix anything. If they're a good employee, writing them up is going to probably get them in line. But if they're a good employee, you, you you don't need to worry about that anyway. But if they're a crappy, shitty employee and they're constantly late or they're constantly calling in or something like that, but you really want to keep them at the company and you want to modify their behavior and change their behavior, the only way that you're going to do that is to get in their pocketbook. And the way you get into their pocketbook is to suspend them, keep them from working so they don't have as much money. And then they go, shit, I, I don't want to get suspended anymore, so I'm going to start coming to work on time. Or they don't, and then you fire them, but that's not the point. The point is, is that's what the president, that's what Donald Trump was doing in Mexico. He got into their pocket. He's tired of the rhetoric. He's tired of people saying... Uh, you're racist if you want to build a wall. You're racist if you don't want Mexicans in this country coming in illegally. I don't want illegal immigration coming in here. I don't give a shit where you're from. Doesn't matter. You can be coming from Canada if you're here illegally. Get the hell back to Canada. So he said, hey, look, Mexico, we're going to put these tariffs on you starting Monday. You better get your shit together. And that's exactly what Mexico did. They got their shit together. Kudos to Mexico. Viva la Mexico, man. Viva la Mexico. And they got their shit together, and guess what? Sent 6,000 troops down to their southern border, which is like 10% as big as ours. And they said, no more coming across the line. 
And guess what? Ben Shapiro said. He said, excellent. Excellent, Trump. That's, that is correct. Excellent. And he also said, holy crap. If true, Trump was 100% right and I was 100% wrong. Good on him. Wow. Think about that. All these people, even people in his own party, even the conservatives out there, bitch, gripe, and moan about the president. Yeah, you can't put tariffs out. You can't do this. You can't bully people around. Bullshit. When we have the world's biggest, not the biggest, but the strongest economy, China's got the biggest economy, but they've got almost four times as many people as we do, but we have the strongest economy per capita per person uh we've got more money than anybody else in the world and when you start swinging that monetary dick around and slapping some people with it it gets their attention they poke up their ears and they go holy shit when you get into people's pocketbooks you can get some action done which is exactly what the president did he got into people's pocketbooks and he got some stuff done and he got it done in mexico And all these people who said, you'll never get Mexicans, you'll never get Mexico to pay for the border wall. Well, maybe not. Maybe he didn't get them to pay for the border wall, but he got them to pay for 6,000 troops to go down and guard 126 miles or whatever it is on their southern border to keep the damn Hondalerians from coming up here in a caravan of 10 or 12,000 people and coming into our United States and invading us and then going to places like California, which is one of the biggest economies in the world by itself. The state by itself is one of the biggest economies in the world. And then the idiot governor of California wants to put them even further into debt and provide health care to all these illegal immigrants. Illegal immigrants. Not undocumented by God, they are illegal If I go into a bank and put a gun to the teller's head and I get the money out of it, I'm not an undocumented customer of the bank. I've robbed them. These people are coming into our country. They're robbing us of our resources. I'm not a big proponent of sending out welfare and food stamps and all kinds of government programs and and that sort of thing. I'm not a big proponent of it because I'm a libertarian and I believe, you know, you should pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, and take care of yourself. But I will say this, if we're going to do that, if we're going to send money to people, if we're going to give money to people so that they can do better in their world and in their life, it needs to be to Americans and not to illegal aliens. That's 100% true. That's 100% fact. I think it's pretty self-evident that Donald Trump has won the Twitter war in this bout self-evident because Ben Shapiro said that the president was 100% right and he's 100% wrong. And I just say this, I'm not a 100% Trumper, but thank you, Mr. President. I certainly do appreciate that. Keep those illegal immigrants out of my country. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever wondered what it's like to be a paramedic or an emergency medical technician or what they bitch about on a daily basis? Well, I've got just the show for you. It's the Shift Ender Podcast with my buddy Drew McSalty and his cohort, Morton Salt. They are some salty medics and EMTs. I'm just going to tell you right now, if you want to know what it's like, check them out. Shift Ender Podcast. You know what that sound means. It's time once again for a little bit of Weird Tennessee News. Sponsored by Weird Tennessee on Facebook and my buddy Mike Woods. 
Dateline, Crossville, Tennessee. A man tripping on acid jumps out of an ambulance and is chased down by the Crossville police. Crossville police were called to 127 North near Wholesale Carpet on Tuesday for a man walking unsteady on his feet. Once police arrived, the man was identified as 19-year-old Dylan DeHart. DeHart told police he had been taking acid and was, quote, tripping and wanted to be taken to the hospital because he didn't feel right. No shit. Never feel right when you're tripping. The officer called EMS to the scene. DeHart was placed in the ambulance for transport to the hospital. As the ambulance was about to pull out of the parking lot, DeHart jumped out of the ambulance and took off running. The officer chased DeHart, grabbed him, and took him to the ground. DeHart fought the officer and the EMS paramedics. As a paramedic, I can just say right now, he wouldn't have fought me because that's not my job. But I digress. As they struggled to get the man into the patrol car, DeHart was finally put in the cruiser and taken to the Justice Center. He was charged with evading arrest, resisting arrest, and public intoxication. And that's how Weird Tennessee usually ends. Hey friends, Unknown Redneck here on Kevin's Podcast Show. Honey, I want to talk to you about something real important today and serious. Now, most of the time, it's just a little update in my little life and things like that. And we talk about Starla Jean getting married, that little Frenchy feller, and that Ren, Renner, Ren, well, you know, that Frenchy feller. And we talk about Kurt Angle and his little girlfriend there, Joanne, and her little red hair, green hair, blue hair, whatever kind of hair she's got, and his top knot and things like that. And little updates on what me and Cheryl's are doing and things like that. Well, I'm just going to tell you right now today, honey, I am serious. And this thing has upset me to no end. The other day, I was running around looking on them internets, and I seen a story about down there at the Walmart. Somebody had done went and glued a razor or something sharp or something like that onto a handle of one of their buggies. I'm just going to tell you right now, that right there made me mad. Now, what kind of fool would do something like that? I don't know, but they ought to find him. or ought to whoop his hind in two or three times as far as that goes. Somebody going down there to the Walmart, grab a buggy, try to go in there and buy them something to eat or something like that. And they ain't got, they ain't got no time for nothing like that. You come along and try to, I don't know what you're trying to do. I don't know what you're trying to prove. But anyhow... What I think is, they find out who did that. They, they got cameras all over in Walmarts, honey. They ought to go back and look and look and look until they find out who did it. It ought to be pretty easy. And whoever it is, honey, they just whoop her hind in all over the place. That's how I feel about it. A little aggravated today about that story. And I'm just serious about it. And I'm just serious, youngins. And it's a little update from the unknown redneck. And now you know where I am about them buggies at Walmart. Macabre, creepy, weird, Derek's Heretics Podcast, available everywhere podcasts can be found. All right, folks, I think that's going to do it for today's episode. This is Season 3, Episode 2. I don't know how else to delineate that because I kind of lost count of how many episodes there are. I guess I could go back and physically count them, but it really doesn't matter. It's 50-something or something like that. But anyway, we're in Season 3. It's summer season, so we're going to call this Season 3, 
episode two, and I know that I had promised you a little bit about some um, audio from Australia and that sort of thing, but this is kind of an impromptu uh, episode that I did this morning when I got off work, had a little coffee, so I felt like talking, and you all got the benefit of a bonus episode, so there you go. I just want to remind everybody that we are available on, of course, Anchor, because that's you know, that's how we do our podcast. If you want to start a podcast, I highly suggest that you use Anchor. It is very simple, very easy to use, and you can talk about anything you want to. So that's great. Uh, they partner with Spotify. Spotify, of course, easy to use. Uh, a lot of people like it. I like it. So there you go. And I'm on all kinds of podcast apps. Of course, Spotify and Anchor, Stitcher, CastBox, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, PodCoin, and if you use PodCoin, by the way, you can earn little PodCoins for listening to podcasts. Any podcast, doesn't have to be mine, you can listen to those. You can earn yourself some uh, gift cards or something like that, or if you feel real benevolent and you want to give back to something, you can choose a charity to give the uh, money that you earn to just for listening. Just, I mean, that's what you're doing anyway, and you know it's better than radio. It's also available on Breaker, Overcast, Podbean, and it's also available on another app that I've just discovered, and it, it was kind of surprising to me. I just want to say a little bit about this. It's called Bullhorn. And it's a free app that you can get in your uh, app store, whatever, whichever one you use, you know, iTunes or the Google Play Store, whichever whichever one you use. It doesn't matter. It's there, Bullhorn. The good thing about Bullhorn is that you don't have to use your data to listen. It actually gives you the option, and there's an individual phone number that you can call and listen to podcasts. So if you have unlimited phone service, which... 99.99% of the people do have cell phones. All you have to do is call up the number. So you have an individual number for Kevin's podcast show, an individual number for Derek's Heretics. You have an individual number for Shift Ender Podcast. And each one of those guys, you can just call up, listen to the podcast. You don't use any of your data. If you're not available on Wi-Fi, you're driving down the road, and you don't want to use your, your data up, you know, you want to limit that, you want to watch some Netflix instead, hey, I get it, but you can call. And that's really, seems like a really good idea to me. So if you're worried about your data usage, maybe try Bullhorn. And it seems like I was looking at some of my analytics, what's called analytics, whenever you have a podcast, you can go in and look kind of where everybody's listening from and how they're listening and that sort of thing most people listen on uh, apple podcast app and then the next one usually is on anchor because that's who sponsors it but no the next biggest one now is bullhorn so it seems like there's a lot of people listening on bullhorn so shout out to bullhorn i really do appreciate that and just a little side note real quick some of you may or may not have heard, but iTunes is going away on Apple devices, your Macs and your iPhones and that sort of thing, any of your iOS stuff. The uh, iTunes is going to go away. It's going to be called Apple Music in the future. And then the podcast app is where you're going to get your podcast. And then your Apple TV app is where you're going to get your video stuff from. So they're going to separate that. They're going to separate the music, the the video and the podcast into three different things three different kind of apps so that's coming 
I think it's not going to happen until later this year. But just be aware of that if you're an iOS user, if you use an iPhone or an iPad or you have a Mac, and that's how you listen to podcasts, just be aware that that is coming. But it's not; it shouldn't affect how you get Kevin's podcast show. If you listen to it on the Apple Podcast app, you'll still be able to get my podcast. And so you'll be able to get Derek's Heretics, and you'll be able to get shift ender podcast with my buddy drew mcsalty all that stuff you know what i'm going to give some shout outs to by the way don't forget that Derek's heretics uh, they have a youtube channel it's called greasy hollow paranormal and you can look at uh, look those up you can uh, check out shift ender on twitter at shift ender pod uh heretics uh, you, I think he's got an email, Derek'sHeretics at gmail.com. I don't remember all of it, but I just want to put that out there that these are buddies of mine, and I really do appreciate them. I really do uh, suggest that you listen to their podcast also, and I really do appreciate you listening to my podcast. I want to thank you. I Sometimes I feel like I, I don't thank you enough, but to the dozens and, and dozens of the KPS faithful out there, from the bottom of my heart, I certainly do appreciate you listening to my podcast. I hope it grows. I hope it gets better. If you have any suggestions for me, you can get me at Podcast Kevin on Twitter, Kevin's Podcast Show. You can find me on Facebook. You can also Kevin's Podcast Show at gmail.com if you want to drop me an email. Or you can go to the Anchor Podcast app and leave me a voicemail. And I may even play it on the on the uh, podcast. Unless you don't want me to, just tell me, and I won't. But I would appreciate some feedback. If you have any complaints or compliments about the show, the compliments are better. I really like the compliments. Either one. I'll take either one. Criticism is good, because then you can grow from that. That's how things work. Okay, I appreciate it. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, it is Deuces and Duck Lips. in the morning. You know, one time we had a hill bump for 12 hours. When it was all over, I walked up. We didn't find one of them, not one stinking big body. Smell! You know that gasoline smell? The whole hill. Smells like victory. <laughs>